24. Tonight we want to look at Speak Not Evil One of Another. In our One Another series, we're at this one. Speak Not Evil One of Another. In, in the passage that we're looking at this week in 1 Peter chapter 2, it says, Wherefore laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. In Ephesians chapter 4, Again, he addresses this, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. Those are just a couple examples. Proverbs is full of exhortations to avoid speaking evil, to speak that which ministers grace And in James chapter 4, he says in verse 11, Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother, speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge." There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judgest another? It's interesting. In verse four, there, or or chapter four, verse eleven, there are three references that it's used regarding brother. He's, he's talking specifically as believers. Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother. Now, all these references to speaking evil and an exhortation to not speak evil, God knew that we are very prone to do that. And every one of us here have been guilty of that. And in particular, he's dealing one of another in a church body as brothers and sisters in Christ. It's not going to help us when we speak evil. But he reminds us, evil speaking is the result of judging. I'm not going to go into the difference between discernment and judging, but this is the negative judging that we're forbidden to do. And evil speaking is the result of judging. And I just want to mention um, regarding judging. I am judging if their failure improves my opinion of myself. You know, when somebody else fails, it should grieve our hearts. If it makes us think, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that, and at least I haven't done that. If it improves our opinion of ourself, we're guilty of judging. If their failure decreases my concern for the faults I know I have, well, I guess I'm not so bad. We're, we're judging. If their failure gives me a desire to see that they are punished, 
punish them, you know. Boy, God, bring it on them. If, if I have a desire to see them because of their failure, and we, we talked this morning in Sunday school about the failures, if it, if I have in my heart a desire to see them punished, uh, I'm on the wrong side here. If I am eager to tell others about their failure, I'm judging them. He that speaketh evil of his brother judgeth his brother, and we're judging the law. If their failure prompts me to review their past failures, oh, that doesn't surprise me that they did that. I can remember when they did this, and they've done this, and they've done this. And and you know what? It's it's like it's like we go around and we have a a running file in our computer, our brain that we bring up. Ah, bring up Joe Blow here. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one and this one and this one and this. If we're going back and reviewing the times they've failed, we are on the wrong side here. If their failure causes me to think I cannot forgive them, that's it. They've crossed the line, and that that's it. There, there's no way I can forgive them for this. Then we, again, are on the wrong side here. And underneath evil speaking, before the, the speech comes out, there's, there are these hard issues that that we really don't love them. And again, we've looked at many one another commands in the Bible, and the majority of them come under the umbrella of love one another. If I love someone, I am not going to speak evil of them. So why do we speak evil? Well, sometimes we think we need to expose someone for what they truly are. I I just hate seeing people deceived. That guy's a scoundrel, and they need to know that. That's not your job. If Do you want all of us to be revealed for what we truly are? We're deceitful and desperately wicked. We are vile. We are for what we truly are. But sometimes we think it's it's our mission to... To go around and let other watch out for so and so, you know. We think we need to expose someone for what they truly are. We also have this strange idea that if we speak evil of someone, that it promotes ourselves. I mean, really, it's Two people getting down and wallering in the mud when we speak evil. And, and it shows us that our heart isn't right. And, and yet we have this twisted thinking that, that when we speak evil, that, of course, I didn't do that. And, and we think that it's promoting ourselves. We speak evil of others because they've offended us. They, they offended us. And do you understand it's not about us? I mean, we're to die to self. 
It's not about me, but our old flesh sticks up its head and and we're there and we're battling this and they did something and it offended me and and I'm going to let people know what what a sorry rascal they are. Now, you know, oftentimes some of these offenses were merely misunderstandings or when the offenses are made right, I'm sorry, would you forgive me? We don't go back to everybody that we spoke evil to and make it right. I just want you to, I just want you to know that, that I told you about this sorry rascal and you may not believe it, but he came back to me and asked for forgiveness. I mean, maybe you've had that happen a time or two, but most of the time that doesn't happen because one, we don't even remember who we spoke evil to. We're not even thinking about that. We're thinking about, I want to, I want to expose them. I want to, to get people on my side. And, and see, this explains there's times in your life when, when you're thinking, I don't know. There, there seems to be something between me and him. I can't think of anything I've done. Well, th- there may not have been anything you done had you done to him. Okay, <laughs> there may not have been anything that you did to him, but you offended someone else, and they came and told him, and he took up his offense. Now, one of the blessings of sitting near the front, you get to be used as illustration. Maybe I'll start using the back. I'll use the back tonight, okay, Kurt? All right. Let's, and Jeff crawls under the pew back there, all right? I'm going to start on, on the right side, okay? So let's say that Dave and I get in, we have a defugalty, okay? And, and that he offends me. So, I, I go to Mark Sager. <laughs> no, no, not till you hear this. Wait till you hear this. And, and so, what did I say now? I offended him. Or did I say he offended me? I meant to say it the other way around. But anyway, so I go to Mark and I I tell him, can you believe Dave did this? I mean, I thought we were friends, this, that, and the other, you know. And Mark then has an opportunity to take up my offense. So he says, I'm not even going to sit on the same side with Dave. I'm going to sit over there. I'm going to take Marvin Lee's spot in the back, back there. And then that will offend Marvin Lee, and that, you, you see how it goes? But seriously, so Mark believes me, and, and we're quick to believe evil reports, sad to say. And usually when we give an evil report, we, we exaggerate it a little bit. We give it a slant that gets him on our side. So he's on my side, let's say. So he meets Dave and kind of gives him a 
you know, a cold shoulder. Dave's thinking, man, what's up with Mark? Now, Dave and I will get God's grace to deal with this problem. Mark won't get this God's grace for it because he wasn't supposed to be in this problem. This problem was between Dave and I. Mark should have said, when I came to him, he should have said, wait a minute. You got a problem with Dave? Have you gone to Dave? No, I'm not going to Dave. You know those bohemians, right? Right? <laughs> and and Mark, if he'd shut me off, he would have had God's grace. And God will give grace for us, but when we speak evil and we get other people involved in it, they don't get God's grace for it. God was trying to teach us some lessons here, trying to grow our faith. And when we go and speak evil... We are, we are causing all kinds of reactions to trigger, <clears throat> and we desire to get people on our side because they have offended us. We also speak evil because we don't believe God is in control. Is God truly in control? Can we trust Him to use this offense or whatever else? Now, let me just quickly give you consequences <clears throat> of evil speaking. Fellowship is broken. Proverbs sixteen twenty eight tells us that. When we speak evil, it brings a crack in the fellowship that often expands into more than just a crack, into a, into a division, into a chasm. There are destructions... Wounds and troubles. Turn to Proverbs 13. Proverbs 13. I mean, read through the book of Proverbs and see what it says about this. He that keepeth his mouth, Proverbs 13.3, He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Look at chapter 21 and verse 23. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Notice Proverbs 26 and verse 22. The words of a talebearer are as wounds. They go down into the innermost parts of the belly. The wounds of a, the, the words of a talebearer are as wounds. It brings destruction, it brings wounds, it brings trouble, and it brings bad days. In 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 10, you notice what it says. 1 Peter 3.10. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. You want to see good days? Stay away from evil speaking. I mean, you can't get any plainer than that. You can't, can't 
stated any different. But I think ultimately God's heart is broken. Psalm 133 says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Speaking evil of one another breaks the heart of God. We've said before, when when a parent sees their own flesh and blood fighting and going at it with each other, it grieves the heart of the parent. Can you imagine God's heart when when he sees us on on the same team speaking evil of one another? I mean, we admire it in everything else. In the National Football Championship for the college, the Alabama quarterback that had led them, had only lost two games his entire career, led them all the way through this season, was benched at halftime, and they bring in this freshman kid that hadn't thrown two passes. I think two passes is all he'd thrown all season. And I thought, man, oh, man, that would be hard for that starting quarterback. I mean, this is the epitome of it. And he was there encouraging and helping and and being a part of it. And I thought, wow, that is incredible. It didn't show him over there sitting on the bench and griping to something. I don't know why I'm not in there. But too many times, that's what we as Christians do. And we wonder why we're not winning national championships. We wonder why we're not showing the glory of God. I mean, if we would, if we would practice what good teams practice and say, no, I am not going to speak evil, number one, because it breaks God's heart. So, Here's some solutions, okay, to help us to keep from speaking evil. Number one, if you can't write it and sign it, don't say it. If you can't write it and sign it, don't say it. (laughs) Maybe what we need is, is if somebody comes to you evil speaking, say, just a minute, let me get this down word for word. Or you pull out your phone. Let me record this and you say your name here. I think that'd probably stop a lot of evil speaking, wouldn't it? Can, can I just re, can I just write this down? Just a minute, Sloan, I want to write this down and I'll have you sign this because I want to get this right. I don't want to make a mistake here. You know what? God sees and hears every word that we're speaking. It is written down, and you don't have to sign it. He had voice recognition long before our phones did, okay? And, and the, <clears throat> the reality is um, we need to take it that serious. If we would learn, secondly, to pray before I, I speak, Before I open my mouth, Lord, help me. Should I say this? You know, right there, in in many instances, we already know the answer. And and have you been where, where you know the Spirit of God's prompting you, don't say that. 
And you think, yeah, I probably shouldn't say this. And have you ever verbalized? I probably shouldn't say that. What do we, if you probably shouldn't say it, then why, but we do that and we think that covers it. I probably shouldn't say this, but blah, 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 blah. But the Spirit of God prompts us. And we need to pray, God, give me wisdom. I mean, every day we ought to say, God, help me to control my tongue. Now, if it is, there is a legitimate offense You need to go to the offender individually before you go to anyone else. Go to the offender individually. And we've talked some about that in Sunday school, so we're not going to belabor that point. But to help us all, do not listen to evil speaking. If there were no listeners to evil speaking, there would be no It's supply and demand. There's plenty of demand, so we have plenty of supply. I mean, honestly, wait a a minute. If, If that's something, I don't need to hear it. And yet we, we hesitate doing that because, oh, that gives a holier than thou attitude. It's time we started taking this in reality, the evils of evil speaking. And, and the, this, is, this is very, very convicting, and that's why God probably had it mulling on my heart for the last two weeks. But don't listen to evil speaking. Remember, we will give an account for every word that we speak. We will give an account for every word that we speak. And number six, follow the golden rule. Would I want someone to talk about me? Sometimes we say, but it's true. It may be true. But there's a lot of things true about us that we would prefer left unsaid. Would I want someone to spread my dirty laundry around? Would I want the... How would I feel if someone was saying this about me? And just because it's true doesn't mean it needs to be said. If there is no virtue, if there is no honor, if it's not praiseworthy, don't think on them, and of course don't speak it. And and that's simple. I mean... God knew what he was doing. Do unto others what you would have others do unto you. I mean, think of the results that that would bring. And then give yourself to filling your mouth with praise and thanksgiving and M&Ms. No. I mean, if we were caught up with giving thanks and praise to God... You can't, you can't at the same time be praising God and speaking evil. I mean, it, you, you just can't have, it can't happen. To praise God, if we would just be filled with that, by us doing that, we're eliminating the opportunity that we have, the temptation that we have to speak evil. I mean, Rather than speaking evil, we could add another one there. Pray for them. 
This is a reminder. It's a warning light on the dashboard. Pray for them. You're tempted to speak evil. Pray for them. God, I pray that you would bless them. You say, I can't pray that God would bless that sorry rascal. Well, really? God blessing them, what does that mean? God would bring them to a close relationship with him. That might mean they need to repent of some sin. That might mean they need to seek God. If God blesses them, there's nothing but good in that. Lord, I pray that you would bless them. You know my heart right now is tempted to speak evil. And God, you are the judge of all mankind. I don't see everything. I don't know everything that's gone on. I only see a little bit. And from my perspective, it looks like that isn't right. And I'm tempted. They've offended me or whatever. I'm tempted. And God, rather than me speaking evil, I'm talking to you about this. And I pray that you would bless them. I I ask that you would help them to know the joy of you. That they would taste and see that you are good. And God, that you would bring them a, a fervent walk with you. Wouldn't, if God answered those prayers, wouldn't that be a wonderful thing? See, but we take matters into our own hands and we don't really believe that God's in control. And especially to the household of faith. So I, I want to encourage each of us, to really, really watch our tongue and squelch evil speaking. Um, you know, sometimes the less you know, the better. You don't need to know everything about everybody else. And I won't give in to illustrations about where you go get your information, you know. It used to be on the party line, didn't it? How many of you remember party lines? All right. It wasn't party! It wasn't that. If you don't know what a party line is, ask your parents. They probably know, all right? But we got all kinds of ways to get information now. And do we really need to know all the dirt about them? No. That That just makes it harder Be wise toward that which is good and simple toward the evil. And then say, God, I want to honor you. I I don't want to speak evil of my teammates. It's not going to build up the team, man. You've been on teams where like a cat fight, and you've been on, hopefully you've been on some teams where everybody was on the same page and didn't care who got the glory. There's night and day difference. And as believers, that's what we want to do. We want to, we care who gets the glory. God alone. And nobody else. And so, man, if, if evil speaking's going to tear down and tear apart and wound and, and bring trouble and bad days and break the heart of God, I am going to avoid that. And as we do, God will bless. I encourage you, as you read the book of Proverbs, note how many times it, it talks about talebearers and evil speaking and he that is quick to speak, and <clears throat> it doesn't do any good. Lord, I pray <clears throat> that you would help us to really be alert to these matters. 
Lord, I pray that that we would reverse it from evil speaking to interceding on behalf of brothers and sisters and lifting them up. And Lord, I pray that that there would come great healing, that there would come great blessing as we commit ourselves to not speak evil one of another. Lord, thank you for the many, many reminders that you've given us. And I pray that you would show your power and presence in our lives and that we would not speak evil one of another. Lord, help us to walk in the victory of that while our heads are bowed and eyes are closed.